You're listening to 1001 Album Club, where each episode we discuss a different album from Robert Demery's book, 1001 Albums You Must Hear Before You Die. episode we'll be talking about undertones hypnotized on the line i have rob just fucking kill me this microphone god ben. damn it <laughs> no one actually kill rob though uh, and kyle hi there hypnotize is the undertones second album it was released in 1980 on sire records and the producer was roger beecham the genre is punk rock and pop punk and i'm gonna read from all music review Stuart Mason. It's hard to follow up a classic as the undertones themselves well knew starting their record album with the endearing more songs about chocolate and girls, a song that acknowledges the difficulty of writing and recording a second album after the unexpected popularity of their first. Surprisingly, the lads make a good job of it. Hypnotize is only barely less than perfect than the debut and even the primary flaw, a pointless and rushed cover of Under the Boardwalk has its charms. Other than that misstep, the album contains 14 punky pop classics with a slightly tougher edge than the unfailingly sweet nature debut. The giddy love rush of the title track is matched by some of Fer- Fergal Shakely's most exuberant vocals and the snotty What's With Terry and My Perfect Cousin are yet more perfect slices of adolescent frustration. All right, what do we think of the undertones hypnotized? Great record. I mean, I like the undertones. Is that it? We like the undertones. That's all there is to say about the se- the second I, I, the follow up. I enjoy listening to the undertones. I don't know if hypnotized is required listening. That's I agree fair. with that. I don't know exactly why hypnotized is in this book. It does show them in a more mature setting. It does up the ante a bit. It's a little less naive and a little more put together. And I find the transition that they're doing from a garage rock band to a more pop, people would say, in you know, pre-pop punk uh, element. I I like it, but I I do find it strange that you know we have two, and this is also one in here. And there's so many notable albums that have been excluded already at this point by 1980 that this one just feels weird to me Be- like we've already got the undertones and I don't know, I guess I always kind of can, I always kind of considered the undertones a one hit wonder because they were, I love the way they sound and I enjoy listening to the teenage kicks album and I enjoy listening to this album, but we only had one Tom Petty album. Yeah. It's kind of where I keep coming back to, you know? Oh, the last record didn't even have Teenage Kicks on it. Yeah, that's another thing. But it but it had the attitude of Teenage Kicks. But, wait, the album Teenage Kicks had the song Teenage Kicks on it. Their first album didn't have it. It was a single. It was a single. 
That was called Teenage Kicks, right? Yeah, the first Undertones record was self-titled, and it did not have Teenage Kicks on it. Well, no shit. Yeah, huh. it was it was a single afterwards, but it's widely recognized as being on the album. It's one of those paradoxes, uh, like Paint It Black, where people think of the album and they think of that song. So it's hard to separate them. But technically, if you're going straight strictly on the album, yeah, not that like good vibrations and pet sounds. Exactly. And that's that's what kind of baffled me with this record was, I mean, there's, you know, it doesn't have, uh, you know, it doesn't have teenage kicks. It doesn't have Mars bars. Uh, but what's on here is, is really good. And I I agree with Birch. I think that they they push their their musicianship and their uh, their songwriting a little bit. You know, it's not completely different. But um, I mean, especially the vocals. He pushes the vocals a lot. Yeah, he's um, a lot more comfortable. I'm not sure that I've forgotten. But uh, that kind of like Brian Ferry, um, Mark Bolin, like, oh, you know, like uh, he does that a lot more. Um, which he didn't do there's, a lot on the on the first record. Um, there's some other songs where his vocal delivery reminds me of like Bon Scott, like on Girls That Don't Talk. It almost he oh, yeah. almost reminds me of like Bon Scott doing a pop song. Yeah, I can see that. Um, I think the humor's there too. I mean, the first song's really funny. Um, uh, my perfect cousin is hilarious. Yeah, um, good- my my favorite. The whole song's just about this dude named Kevin and. One of the lyrics is uh, his mother bought him a synthesizer, got the human league into advisor, which is hilarious. <laughs> um, and then, and then there's some heartfelt stuff. So, and you know, there goes Norman is a, a ripper. It is um, the song that I now sing to my dog, Norman. Oh, <laughs> excellent. So I, I, but I would agree that it's, 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 it's tough to look at these albums on here and just be like, well, is it worthy? Cause you think of all the records that aren't on here, but there's a lot of good stuff here, and I, th- I think if you liked uh, their other record, you would like this one too. Yeah, don't yeah, don't get us wrong. It just feels very, I don't know, kind of middle of the road for me. It, it's perfectly pleasant to put on, no qualms, but I'm not jumping up and down to. I, I had never heard this one, and I wasn't, and I had heard the you know, the previous Undertones album, and I wasn't real excited by the end of it. I didn't want to mm. put it put it on immediately again. Like I do that, that first album. Uh, you used the word uh, excited just then Birch. And that was the word that was bouncing around in my head as well. This album, it doesn't excite me. Uh, I enjoy it. I like it, but it's not exciting. It, it, it doesn't excite me. And there's so much music that does. undertones and i like this style of music and i think this is a good example of this style of music i just i guess i don't think it's as notable as the editors of the book do yeah i mean you could go with a band from kansas like the boys like and get the same like power pop you know feel that this band's bringing it comes i think comes more to, to do with 
the British sensibilities of this book, like, or the, mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. you know, like undertones were Irish, I think, but um, yeah, like just like if, if this is what you're listening to when you're 23, 24, yeah, it's, it's important. And I'm, I'm not going to discount undertones in any way, shape or form. I fucking, I, I like this record a lot and I love that first record for what they gave up to show the two act arc of one band. Like, even just like one slot in this book, like, you know, pick, pick which album's better. There's a good argument. This album is the better of the two. Um, but like to have both of them, they didn't do such a crazy, like tonal shift where it's like, Oh man, the band has reinvented themselves. This is just a band that like, you know, came out with a second red- record and they were just better at playing and writing. Like, you know, it definitely, happens, but definitely no sophomore slump here. Uh, no, it, absolutely it, not. It's great. They're an improved band. I'm not familiar with my, with with the rest of their catalog. Do they keep on getting better, or are they like a two act play? You know, I don't even know. It's more like a two act play, man. Like it, they they never like. I wouldn't say this is their peak, but you know, yeah. it's definitely not a. It's it's like a it's a very small hill, <laughs> and then yeah, at, at the top of the hill is the pub you wanted to go to. You know? Like, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I would ha- would hang out at this pub, by the way. Oh, definitely. It's a great yeah. pub. Yeah. Beers are reasonably priced and they have nice crisps. Mm-hmm. The beers are reasonably priced and not too cold. <laughs> uh, I did uh, love the, the photograph on the top or on the front. Um, <laughs> yeah. Where it just depicts the band's uh, bassist and drummer uh, taken at a seafood restaurant and the Bowery at a seafood restaurant. It, yeah. it was that 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 picture was from the night that Seymour Stein of Sire Records was whining and dining them on yeah. their oh. on their US tour. Oh, yeah, that's, that's funny. I didn't know that. <laughs> that's great. And it it does. Uh, I was thinking about that, and it does personify that sort of uh, pop punk, uh, self deprecating attitude that a, a lot of those bands have. You know, it's like no effect it's like we're making fun of our ourselves showing us doing goofy stuff we're just average people uh that happen to be in a in a band and you know they're making fun of their own success with that with that photo exactly yeah i do like that i mean they're making fun of their own success with the first song yeah (laughs) Yeah. also true yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) i would hang out with the undertones oh yeah 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 they seem super fun. I, I don't know if one of them's done something terrible. No, you're right. Heart, like hard luck. I can see a little bit of a ACDC vibe in there too. Yeah. And uh track one side two, my perfect cousin just comes in <laughs> swinging. <laughs> yeah. Oh my. Yeah, my, my perfect cousin definitely that perked my ears up when I heard that it's such a, <laughs> such a wonderful, uh, callback to, you know, when you're young and you have this cousin who's just everyone's favorite. And <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of, uh, and th- this is a real long shot here, but like what, uh, McCluskey will, will do later with like, uh, you know, them just calling out a random dude. <laughs> Come on, sure. Rick. Come on, Rick. 
Except that's a uh, future of the left. Yes, it is. But yeah, so there, there's McCluskey does the same thing. Yeah, I, guys, I just like I'm sitting here listening to this and like you know I'm enjoying myself and everything, but like why don't I have my cockspire in here? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. I, I won't go with all the metal records I want to have this book cover. I'll just go with a straight up, like, you know, punk rock classic. Like, not quite the same vein, but goodness gracious, super close. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, just the, one or the other for me on this. I, I can't. I can't say anything bad about the record, but yeah, I'm not. I'm not excited about it. It's 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 more of the same, but just, just a little, to di- a little bit better. To dip into our very recent history without going on too many tangents, we were just one or two episodes episodes ago lamenting on how there could not be room for Power Slave in this list. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're, we were just talking about how there should be another Damned album. Yeah, the first yeah. Damned album. I mean, Pink Pink Floyd's Animals. Come on. <laughs> Uh, it it does seem relatively. It, it just seems interesting that this is a or Judas Priest. This is a strange yeah, I choice. Know. I know. I'm wondering. Yeah. I'm wondering if this might have been one of the ones that they. It, it just kind of came down to the to the end, and it it made the cut. You know, it just yeah. There's going to be some of those albums that they just. You know, uh, maybe it's yeah. maybe it's uh, not the greatest, but somebody felt like it. it it was uh, worthy to uh, to make the cut, but yeah, I would I would absolutely um, resonate everything you guys are saying. It, it, it's like undertones, great, yeah, let's have them in here. But there are some other bands that do offer a little bit more. There's something different that if you're going to spend the time, you're going to spend the uh, what is it, thirty nine minutes listening to this. Maybe we should you know do something a little bit different than just a a. a one you know a 1.5 iteration of a of a band and these nice kids i bet that they would agree with us <laughs> they probably <laughs> would i mean they'd probably be like oh my god we're we're in a book we're in it twice <laughs> shock troopers isn't in here get out of here <laughs> where, where, wait, wait where's the book fourth and tom petty <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have no, I have nothing bad to say about the record. So it's a, it's a positive record-wise on whether or not it should be a thing I have to listen to before I die. Absolutely not. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like there, there's, there's so many other records that would easily replace this or Teenage Cakes. Like, it, but I'm glad the undertones were in the record or in the book. I think it's just overrepresented. I'm not sure well, why everyone keeps calling uh, the first record Teenage Kicks. Um, because I've been drinking and I don't care. <laughs> you know, I don't, maybe it's like the, you know, we've reached about year one of, of the lockdown. Um, but I, you know, like listening to this record, I just want to like have some people over, like grill some hot dogs, throw a Frisbee, 
again. Man, that yeah. all sounds really nice. Uh, crack open some beats and listen to this record. It's it's fun. It's bright. It's energetic. Um, it's got variety. Uh, granted, it, it's it's not essential. I don't think it's essential. But if you like the first record, you know, and it's it doesn't take itself too seriously. But the but this but the craft is there. Yeah. The songwriting's there. The chops are there. So I'm, I'm giving it a thumbs up. I can't do a thumbs up. Uh, I really like this album. I like the undertones. Uh, same thing as as we've been saying this whole episode. But it's it's not essential listening to me and my opinion. And if someone wanted recommendations on like pop punk album, uh, pop punk albums or pop punk bands to buy or a uh, power pop, uh, whatever you want to call this, I would definitely list an undertones album for them but i would probably list many more bands before i'd go back and list a second undertones album for them yeah you know yeah so i I, i've got to go i i've got to go neutral although i really like listening to it i'm a fan of it it's a great record i can't say anything bad about it yeah just overexposure for me yeah it's really weird we're all on the kind of on the same page i'm with you ben every I don't need to reiterate. We've already talked about it's that enough. It's just, yeah. it's, re- it's redundant. But uh, yeah, kind of like this album. Uh, so I'll, I'll just say neutral and, and leave it at that. But still, d- don't uh, check it out though. I mean, yeah. oh, if yeah. you like the first undertones and it, it might, we might, you might be getting something that um, I'm just, you don't must into. listen to it before you die, but you could listen to it before could. you die. Could. You might enjoy listening to it before you died. With a hot dog in your hand and a beer in your heart. Yeah. I think it's a setting for me. It would be a, a sort of a the right setting for this album. Yeah, cookout's good. It's a good setting for it. I don't know if I sit and need to sit at my computer and listen to it in my headphones again. Yeah, but uh, yeah. like outside turned up. Yeah, yeah. Cool. All right. Next time we'll be talking about the jam sound effects. Thanks, y'all. 